everyone, it's Emerson Steele, and you're listening to Triple Threats and Beyond with your host, Roy George. All right. Hi, everybody. So we just heard from the always lovely Emerson Steele, and she is here with us today to chat. So hi, Emerson. Hi, Roy. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm just dandy. I'm so excited to chat with you. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited, too. So everybody got to hear you sing Not For The Life Of Me, and I just want to let you know, I feel like I've played that song a million and a half times, and I have never heard it played the way that you guys played it, which was sort of like a Mardi Gras, like Louisiana beat, and it was so cool. I love it. Thank you. You know, it did kind of have that feel. My band for that show was incredible. It was a lot of my uh, people that I worked with on Silent, so it was just really special. And it was cool, kind of, they put their own feel into it. Yeah, it was so cool. I loved it. So awesome. So Thank you. tell me how life is for you right now, because I know that you're busy as all get out. Yeah, you know, life is fantastic. It's uh, definitely interesting because I went from being, like, show after show after show after show to now I'm really focusing on training because it's kind of the dead zone for uh, everybody in my age category right now. Uh-huh. So right now I'm just really focusing on like trying to better my performance for when uh, I do get to audition and also on top of school and all that jazz and then some family trips. And so, yeah, it's really fantastic. I'm really enjoying life right now. Now, what is your age category? So, you know, I would say I'm about... 15 to 16. I really can't play older, can't play much younger, because I'm I'm tall for somebody in theater at my age, which is weird, because I don't consider myself tall, but I'm about 5 foot 6. And so, uh, but I look young. Uh, so I feel like it's kind of 15, 16, and that's about it right now. Yeah. I have, we actually just did an interview a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, with Carolee Berger, who's in the same position. She's like, it's so hard to be yes, in this age bracket. Italy. Don't you love how everybody connects? It's so crazy. Yes, yes. So, so I'm going to put it out there that I think you and Carolee need to do a show at 54 Below about not being old enough, but being too old all at the same time. <gasps> that sounds good to me. Oh my gosh, I would love to do that. All right, I'm going to write it, and then I'm going to three-way you guys, and we're going to chat about it, and it's going to be great. Sweet, sounds perfect. So... Life is great. Now, are you in school or are you homeschooling? Um, I'm in school. I go, but I only go three days a week. I go Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 8, 10 to 12, 30. Oh, wow. Okay. And so you have, they really, like, compact everything, and you have to be extremely focused and, like, really, you can't procrastinate at all. You just got to get your work done, go there, learn. Um, but it's really fantastic. I've been there since sixth grade, and they've been so helpful. That's so awesome. Now, what you are currently working on training, what college do you want to go to? Is it too early to figure that out? No, I know. I know where I want to go. Where do you want to go? I want to, I really want to go to Brown University in yes. Providence. Absolutely. Now, why Brown? Well, okay. So I like that it's in close proximity to the city. Uh, and to New York City, it's about a two-and-a-half-hour train ride, which is easy-peasy. But I like that it's, it's kind of like, I don't know, there's, 
I feel like the feel is just right for me. I'm kind of a person who does well with less people around and like less crowds so that I can really focus and get stuff done. And they kind of have that feel and also kind of that like old fashioned vibe, which is kind of me, but also they have an amazing acting program and they have a really great medical program as well, which I would love to minor in just because that interests me so much. Look at um, you go. So they just have everything I want. Medical. Look at you. You're like the singing soon to be doctor. Like, that's so crazy. I would have never thought it medical. Was- that's too fun. Yeah, you know, Grey's Anatomy kind of sparked my interest in medicine, and it's just kind of gone from there. Oh, Grey's Anatomy. Don't get me started. There's so many things of Grey's Anatomy. That's so awesome. I'm excited for you. I All appendages are crossed for Brown University and for you. Well, thank you. You're thank so, you so welcome. Much. Now, what was your first Broadway show? It was Violet. Violet? Yes. What was that like? Oh, it was just, it was everything it was <laughs> it was just so 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 incredibly special I mean to work with Sutton who I've grown up watching and just admiring from afar and then to like meet her and then to work with her and learn from her and play the younger version of her was just like insane and such a whirlwind of emotions and everything and just the cast that I worked with everybody was we were so close we became such a family and Alex Gemignani, who played my father, he was like a, he's like a second dad to me. And Lee Silverman, who was our director, she's just she's the most brilliant person I've ever worked with. And she just cares about the actors and just wants to make the show the best it can possibly be. So it was just insanely incredible. And then, like, performing on Broadway every night, which has been my dream since I can remember, was just, like, Wow, um, this, this is actually happening. Whoa. That's, that's so cool. It was just, it was awful. It must be exhausting, though, for eight shows a week, I would imagine. You know, I never really thought of it as that, to be honest, because I, yes, I'm sure, I mean, I was exhausted, my body was tired, but I was just so excited to be there that I, I never even, it never even crossed my mind that I was tired. Because when we were doing previews, in the morning I would have about three hours of tutoring. And then I would go to tech rehearsals or rehearsals to work on uh, scene changes or whatever. And I would go back and forth between school when I wasn't in rehearsal and they were rehearsing with somebody else. And then we would have a show at night. So that was probably the most tiring of it all. Because I was only getting about like seven or eight hours of sleep at night, which I know is a lot, but I really <laughs> like my sleep. And um, but so I guess that was so exciting. But it was so much fun that I never was like, oh, oh I have to go in today. It was always like, yes, yes, I get to. Right. Oh my gosh. Now, what if if you could remember something that Sutton Foster said to you that was one of the best pieces of advice that you will take forever with you? What would that be? Oh. Let me think on that. Well, she always wasn't necessarily something she said to me, if that's okay, but something I just observed. Absolutely. Just no matter how big in the business she's become or becomes, 
she's so incredibly grounded and just kind of like a goofy person. And you just realize how much of a person all these people are. And so I really admired that she was so gracious with everybody. And she, I mean, she, she would still call up her dad, see how he's doing. She helped her friends. She, she was just so down to earth. And like, I really admired that because yes, she's incredibly talented. It, it's insane. But she, what was most amazing is the fact that she was just so grounded and down to earth and humble and kind. And it's so nice to hear that because sometimes you have those heroes and those um, people that you look up to and you meet them and they're not the way that you want them to be or you feel like yeah. they should be. So it's so awesome to hear because I know that Sutton is very revered in the industry with, you know, people that are in the industry and kids that want to go into the industry and all of that stuff. So it's so awesome to hear that she is what you want her to be. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, because to be honest, I, I'm always worried about that. Yes, because you look up to people and you're like, this person is just the most amazing person. And then there's always the possibility of when you meet them that they could be the complete opposite and it could be horrible. Right. But she was, oh, she's not even ever, she's just not that. She's just absolutely wonderful. That's awesome. See, I was asked the other day on the show who... Um, I met that was not like that. And I was like, well, I like my show a lot and I would love it not to be canceled. So I will not be telling you who they are because, <laughs> because yeah. as much as I've realized how big this industry is, it's also so small where, you know, you and Carolee Berger know each other and Carolee Berger is from a okay. whole different aspect of my life and career. So it's just so funny how everybody weaves into one another. And I think that's so awesome, but very important that you never know who you're talking to you or about. Exactly. Yep. Now, what's a hard never, lesson? You, no, go ahead. I'm sorry? Uh, what You were going to say what? Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, you have to be so careful and you have to just always be on your best behavior because even though you'll have bad days and stuff, you can't take it out on other people. Right. <laughs> what is a hard lesson that you learned on Broadway? Hmm. Oh, let's see. I think I learned that you're only as good as your last performance. And so you always just have to be on your A game. Cause I never, there, my dad always asks me when I'm doing shows every single like week, he's like, are you, do you still love it? Do you still love it? Do you ever have a day where you go in and you're like, you know, I just really don't want to do it. And I, was like, no, I never had that during Violet. And sometimes I would be thinking about something else before performance. So I guess I learned that you can't let what has happened before, even if it's hours before or just moments before, you can't let it affect your performance. You have to go on. You have to make it the best performance you possibly can because there are people out in the audience possibly seeing their first Broadway show or they they took all their money to come see the show. And so, you know, it's just, you have to be the best you you can be so that you can give that gift to the audience. You are wise behind your ears, Emerson Steele. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I always thought that, 
No, I agree. You know, I'm the same way because my friends always make fun of me. They're like, you, and I'm so into pop culture. I love learning about it, but I also love, you know, the rap pack generation, the, the fifties and sixties and seventies. I love that music. I'm actually quite excited to see disaster because I love that era of music. So, um, it's just funny because everybody's like, you were literally born in the wrong year. And I was like, no, no, I'm well aware. (laughs) Trust me. Um, (laughs) I say it all the time. So who, um, we met after a lovely performance that you gave at 54 Below in Whistle Down the Wind, and it was phenomenal, and you were lovely as ever in Thank the you. wake of our crazy snowstorm that happened, which was so oh awkward and weird. It came out of nowhere, and it shut Broadway down completely. Yes, it did. It was insane. I've never seen anything like that. I, I have not either. And I grew up in upstate New York, so I don't understand that. I mean, we've seen it. Granted, we've seen it in upstate New York, but we've never seen it in, in New York City. That's crazy. Right. So what is it like performing at 54 Below? Oh, my gosh. I love it there. It's the coolest venue. The coolest. I always had, a, like, ever since... I saw Jared Spector perform there back in 2014. I was like, oh my gosh, I really, really want to perform here. I think it's so cool. Such an awesome place to go. And it's kind of like chill and also like exhilarating at the same time. And so when I was asked to do a little princess, the concert version of it there uh, in December of 2014, I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. And then I just kept on, like, being able to do shows there. And so it was so cool. And I just, I love the space and I love the vibe. It really is a fantastic, I, having performed there and walking into rehearsal, we had rehearsal at, I think, the Pearl Studios. And then they had, like, a one-hour dress rehearsal for our show, the day of our show. And it's one of the most, I'm going to say all these words and people are going to be like, oh my God, you hated it. But it's, it's not that at all. It's one of the most stressful, exciting, ridiculous, crazy, exhausting experiences that you will ever be a part of because there's so much history in that building. There's so many people that have performed before you or are performing the same night after you or what have you. It was one of the most amazing experiences just knowing who was there the night before that day or whatever we were in dress rehearsal. And I think, um, we had just finished and we looked up and Tony Yazbek and all of his team were in the audience getting ready to dress rehearse right after us. And they're just sitting there and absorbing the show, which was in- insanely crazy and weird, but you never know who will walk through the doors to see your show. Really? That is so true. That is so true. I agree with you 100%. Yes. And because it used to be, uh, if I'm correct, it used to be Studio 54. Yep. Um, and it was like a cabaret, jazz, club type thing. And uh, back when my mom and dad lived in New York, they that's what they know it as. And so even the people who performed way back then, it's just, yeah, you're so right about all the history that's there. And the team that helps you get through everything there is so special and so amazing. Jennifer Tepper and her her amazing team. They really just swoop you in and get you in and get you what you need. And it's really, once you do it and you finish the show and you're like, Oh my God, is that it? Like we do it again. It's so crazy. 
again. <laughs> well, hopefully you and I will get to perform together. We'll see. We'll work on it. Ooh, that sounds good. That would be fun. Now, who's your musical influence? I have to say my mom. Like, okay. Well, my mom, she's the most beautiful singer, and she's also the most beautiful person. Um, but I've always grown up with her singing to me, and she never tried to get me to do musical theater or anything just because she did it when she was younger or whatever. Um, but it just kind of happened. I sang with her a few times in church when I was around seven or so. And I just, I, I don't know. I've always looked up to her and her voice is like butter and oh. has so much depth to it. And so even though we have very different voices, um, she's definitely one of my vocal in- inspirations and role models. But I would also say I really, I love listening to Bab um, and Sutton, of course, and Megan McGinnis. Yeah. She has the most beautiful princess-like voice I've ever heard. Um, so, yeah, I would say those four people probably. I feel like the lovely Megan McGinnis, it's funny that you mentioned her, is so underappreciated. She is fantastic. Oh, my gosh, yes. I think she's lovely. Now, did mom pursue music? Like, did she go on and, and perform tour-wise? Like, what did she do? Well, her parents, sadly, were just not very supportive of her at all. And she, so she went, they told her that the day she got out of college, she had to have a real job, as they called it. And so she uh, worked in advertising up until a, a year, I think, before I was born, because when she met my dad, she was like, you know, I always just really, really wanted to pursue acting, and I don't know if it's too late, but I would love to do it. And he was like, you got to go for it. You have to. And so she started back up, and she hosted uh, a TV show here in Atlanta called Atlanta Now, and she did some commercials, some print work, and then she got pregnant with me. That's your mom? So she took a break for 12 years to raise me and my little brother, and then finally, I guess, yeah, when I was 12, she got back into it, kind of, and has had quite a few national commercials since then, uh, but she's just working really hard on just trying to break back into TV and film and do that, and she also did Brad Time at Lincoln Center back in 2013. Go Mama Steel! That's awesome! I know! So it really does run in the family. I guess you could say that, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I feel like you and Carolee Berger have similar stories because her mom's the same way. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, you're so right. That's I never realized how similar we uh, are. Oh yeah, that is so crazy. I know her mom was a rockette and stuff like that back in the day too. That's so funny. I love yeah. that. Well, hopefully mom, you and mom can do an interview together or perform together or sing together. I think that'd be so fun. Yes, I think so too. Awesome. I always, <laughs> this is silly, but I'm like, Mom, you have to play the mom and Carrie, and I want to play Carrie, and it's just going to happen. And she was like, I think that would ruin our relationship. And I was like, I think it would make it stronger. Uh, The jury's out. It could go both ways. I'll tell you that much. Yes. It's too funny. What is the best advice you've ever been given? Okay. 
So I I have this one like planned. Okay, so <laughs> this um, wonderful woman named Onika, who was our assistant choreographer on Violet, she is just kind of like she's she's just one of my people. I just I love her. I adore her. She's so special, and she was really with us a lot throughout the process. And so I guess she was able to observe kind of how I acted and whatever. But the last day of Violet at closing, she she took me over with my mom and she was like, Emerson, I want you to know no matter what happens, no matter what you go through, whether you change career paths or stay in this for the rest of your life, whether you... Uh, no matter just what happens, you have to always remember to stay true to who you are and who you were when you did Violet. She said, because I feel like nothing can beat that. She said that I just had this always childlike wonder because, I mean, I was a child and I was like that. And she said, so I feel like you always have to, if you're having a bad day, or you're going through something, you need to always remember that and remember how happy you were when you were like that and never lose sight of that. That's so deep and so good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a mic drop moment right there. Might as well just drop it. <laughs> that's so awesome. Now, what advice can you give to people in your age bracket that are interested in theater and interested in pursuing it as a career or just want to do it to a specific level and then maybe do something different or not have it be as involved in their lives. What is your advice to them? Right. Um, I would say just always train for one thing because it can only make you better. I would say get as many points of view from different teachers or whatever and take what works for you because that just helps make you unique but then also professional and seasoned and I would say also just if you there there will be auditions that come in and stuff that you're like oh well, no I don't know if I really want to audition for this I mean that happens to me all the time but I say just audition for every single thing you can because even if it's one line in a short film or something just um, like that you're not really too interested in, I say do it because each little thing gets you more experience and more just knowledge under your belt. Oh my goodness. You, I'm telling you, you are wise behind your ears. I'm telling you. <laughs> I can't even, uh, yes, all of the yeses that I can give you right there. Yes. So listen, I have a question for you. Would you consider playing a game of rapid fire with us? I'll ask you some questions and you just answer as soon as you think of it. Sure. Sounds good. All right. Here we go. What is your favorite color? Purple. Favorite candy? I don't like candy, but I love gum. (laughs) Favorite kind of gum? Oh, uh, Spearmint Trident. Mm, favorite TV show? The original. Favorite pre-show meal? Ooh, uh, 
pasta with olive oil and garlic with mm. some vegetable, vegetables and chicken. Oh my gosh, now I'm hungry. Favorite post-show meal? <laughs> Ooh, oh, oh, this is bad. Auntie Anne's pretzels and a slushie from 7-Eleven. Yes, girl. Uh, favorite <laughs> show currently running on Broadway? Hamilton. Or something rotten. Okay. Oh, that's a lot. Favorite cast recording you are addicted to? Sorry? Favorite cast recording you're addicted to? Oh, okay. Uh, Daddy Long Legs. Really? Yes. Besides Hamilton, because I'm trying, <laughs> I know that's everybody's obsession, but I would say Daddy Long Legs right now. That's so awesome. That is such a random show, and I love you for it. <laughs> um, let's see. Favorite old school Broadway show? Company. Guilty pleasure snack. Ooh, ooh, uh, gluten free uh, granola with blueberries. Favorite holiday. Christmas. Favorite season. Uh, spring. Favorite coast. Ooh, I guess East East Coast. Favorite vacation spot. Arizona. Really? We'll get back to that one in yeah. a second. Dream role. One that hasn't been written yet or a beat up. <laughs> if you could, so two more questions. If you could gender bend a show, what role would you play? John Valjean. Yes. Yes. He 24601. Did. We have, so we have a guy, I grew up with a guy, his name is Sean, and he, this is so terrible. I shouldn't tell this story, but I'm telling anyways. He ended up being in the production of Way Miz, and he played John Falchon. And so we made the joke that he was 2460 Sean, Sean Falchon. Every time they said Sean Valjean, we put it into Sean. So it's so terrible, and I feel like he's going to listen to it, and he's going to call me, and he's going to be so mad at me. But we did it, and it was funny. Um, That's so great. If you could be cast in a Broadway show right now, what would it be? Matilda, as Matilda. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh my gosh. Emerson, this has been a blast. And I, you are literally 30 years old in my brain. <laughs> because you're so wise and so just intellectually stimulating. I love it. So thank you. Well, thank you so much. This has been so fun. Now, do you have a website that we can plug? Yes. Um, it's just emersonsteel.com. Emersonsteel.com. dot com. Are you on the Instagram and the Twitter? Oh, yes. Instagram is emersonsteel again. And Twitter is emerson underscore steel. Yes. We appreciate you being here. Go out and get the Violet cast recording, the new Violet cast recording with Sutton Foster. You'll hear Emerson on there. Check her out on the YouTube. Find her on Facebook. Find her on Twitter. Find her on Instagram. Somebody that you want to know and somebody that I'm sure you will see at 54 Below someday very, very soon. And it has been a pleasure to chat with you. And hopefully we will work together. We will chat together. I think we should get all of the kids on Broadway or that were on Broadway, like Carolee, Allie Trim, Casey Wyland, you. I think we should, Marissa O'Donnell, we should get everybody and do a show together. I think that'd be fun. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love that idea. We can do a show like Passing the Torch. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It'll be great. Yes. And Rosie Baker, too. 
Rosie Baker. Oh my gosh. Every we should just do it. Let me. I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna write it. We're gonna sit, we're gonna figure it out. Me, I'm in. Oh my gosh, you haven't heard the last of me, Emerson Steele. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, sweetheart, and give my best to your mom. We love you here at Triple Threats and Beyond, and we will hopefully chat with you very soon. Thank you so much, Roy. Thank you. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye, honey. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to thank our guest, Emerson Steele, and thank you all so very much for joining us and having a great time with us. And as always, I will speak with you the next time I speak with you. Bye.